This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 472. And the quote of the day is, there's nothing sweeter than a repeater. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Nick Ruffini here, episode 472 of the Drummer's Resource Podcast. And just to show how professional of an operation this is, I'm in Florida laying on a bed underneath covers with a microphone because I'm trying to uh, drown out the sound that's happening around me. And uh, I got like this little mobile rig, but it was too loud. So that's what I'm doing. I'm literally undercovers in a bed uh with a microphone so super professional uh operation over here at drummers resource hq anyway uh, i will be back in la on monday but in the meantime uh still rocking and rolling here and this episode this is an episode that we're re-releasing from 2014 with the great michael carvin and there's a few reasons why i wanted to re-release it one a lot of the older catalog doesn't show up on a lot of these um, on a lot of these d- distribution platforms. So like iTunes and Stitcher and all that kind of stuff only goes to like episode or it only shows the latest 300 episodes, but there's 472 of them. So a lot of people may not even realize that there's other episodes. So uh, a good way is if you use anything other than um, iTunes. So if you use Stitcher or Cast, which I, it's called Pocket Cast, I recommend that one. Uh, I think it's like three bucks or something like that. But you can find all 472 episodes. And this episode, this was episode 55. So this got released back in 2014. It is still one of the most downloaded. It is still one of the most referenced and one of my favorite episodes of all time. Completely life changing. Like you will understand why once you listen to it. But we talk about talk about greatness. We talk about about goal achievement. We talk about about why maybe you only need to be practicing five minutes a day. And Michael Carvin is not only a master player, he's also a master teacher and has taught people like Poogie Bell and Ralph Peterson and Billy Martin and Aaron Comis and Carmen and Tori. So he has a lot of information. And like I said, one of my favorite episodes of all time and one of the most talked about, referenced, commented on, downloaded episodes of all time. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get into it with the one and only my friend, the great Michael Carvin. Michael, what's happening? Thank you so much for doing this. I really do appreciate you taking the time to chat today. So I always like to get a brief history of my guests. So tell us your story. How did you get into playing and and how did you kind of get the the drumming bug, so to speak? Well, well, I started playing drums when I was about five or six. And what happened was my father was one of the, uh, the great drummers in Houston, Texas, and he was touring with Louis Armstrong when, when I was born. And so by the time I was four or five, my mother said, well, you should come off the road now. So when he came home, I used to hear him play all the time. And what was so nice, Nick, is that both of us got lucky. He wanted, I'm uh, the third son, I'm the youngest. Okay. And he wanted one of us to play drums, of course he sure. did, but he didn't force it on, on us. And 
I just happened to love it. My mother used to tell me all the time, she said, when you was a little boy, you would stand in front of the radio and just dance and laugh, and it was turned off. Hmm. So I could just hear, I knew the music came from the radio, right. but I could always hear music. And I'm still that way at 69 years old. Hmm. I hear music. I, I, I just hear it. I've, I've always heard it. Uh, it's, it's just something that I've, I've just always heard. So I got into it, and I got into junior high school band, and I fell in love with the rudiments. And I fell in love with John Philip Sousa. Keep in mind, I'm from Houston, Texas. So Texas during the late 40s and the early 50s was a big uh, country um, livestock show and rodeo place. Raw Rogers and Dell Evans used to come once a year to the Houston, Texas fact stock show and rodeo. Okay. And I would go to all of the parades so that I would hear John Philip Sousa music. And I just loved how the music made me feel. And I noticed that when there's a parade, all children follow the drum section. Right. They run alongside of the drummers. They're not the horn players, but the drummers. And I was that type of child. As a matter of fact, the first um, uh, parade that my parents took me to, my mother happened to let my hands go, and I was gone. <laughs> When they found me, I was with the drum section. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, this is true, man. So, but it, it, it was something about John Philip Sousa, one of his first songs, Stars and Stripes. In my opinion, John Philip Sousa music was the bebop of that style of music because people be talking about swing and this swing really listen to john philip Sousa and the drum parts hmm. and even now so anyway i became uh the drum captain in junior high and i went to a junior uh junior senior high school and the band director was Sammy Harrison. he said look the best drummer is the drum captain i don't care if he's in seventh grade or twelfth grade and every year you had to re-audition to maintain that slot as drum captain and every year i would win so then i got into rudimental competition because during that time in houston texas in the uh early 50s we didn't have no profession or nothing that was no houston allers or nothing nothing right so people used to bet on football games mm -hmm. marching bands believe it or not <laughs> and rudimental competition man really yeah, man. well, people are going to gamble, Nick. Well, people gamble on anything, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> so that was no professional stuff to lose your money on. So in my first rudimental competition, I won, and I love to win. I still like to win. It's just my nature. But what I learned about the rudiments, I really fell in love with the way the hands move with the control of the mind that it, it really fascinated me how one can take their mind and control their hands mm -hmm. or let's use the word body so once i got into the rudiments plus i was still hearing music and every song i would hear i would hear it as a rudiment and that's how i started remembering melodies really yeah for instance uh, like that song the server with the fringe on top Mm -hmm. that's a three-stroke rough. 
because it's da 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 right da 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 well that's a rough 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 hmm it's a rough rub 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 baba da da that's a half a paradigm rub 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 paradigm rub 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 paradigm really so that's how you started hearing everything yeah man that's how i started hearing melody and well that's the way i write like the new cd is coming out um uh uh august the 19th and i'll get your address and i'll send you a copy oh that'd be great and um you know i i arrange all of the music from the drums because of the four-way coordination, I studied Jim Chapin. That's a book that I recommend for all young drummers. Please study Jim Chapin and play it as written, please. Absolutely. And what I learned, once I got in the four-way coordination, then I realized that, oh, the mind controls the total body. Okay. And the Jim Chapin book, and Chapin and I became good friends. As a matter of fact, we used to play golf together before he passed. Both of us were members of the Sag Harbor Golf Course out in uh, the Hamptons. So what I learned from that book is that, oh, so I can get my right foot to do whatever I wanted to do against my left hand, against my left foot, against my right hand. I said, oh. So I started practicing the rudiments and instead of practicing right hand, left hand. Once I start playing the drum set, the right hand goes to the right somewhere. So i had to create a new right hand. So I took my right foot and went back and started the rudiments again with my left hand and my right foot since I had to get my right hand to the cymbal once you start playing the drum set. Right. And then once I got into that, then I realized, oh, okay. So when I arranged music for my band, which I like taking the standards and reworking them, and when I arranged music for my band, I played each guy's part on one of my limbs, so I know it fits. Hmm. Because the way I arrange music is, is uh, uh, it's a quartet. So one player is my right foot, one player is my left foot, one player is my left hand, and I'm my right hand. So I know they parts fit. So when I give them they parts and bits and pieces, they'd be like, really? This is all? I say, that's all I want you to play. <laughs> but you have to hear it all for it to make sense. Sure. Sure. That's amazing to me, the about how you went back to study everything with your left foot or with your left hand and your right foot though. Yeah. That's you know why the see because when, when you start off, right, you playing right hand, left hand, right? Mm-hmm. Everything right, left, right, left, right to get even hands and all of that. Okay. Now, once you start playing the set, you lose that hand. If you're a jazz drummer to the ride, some, if you're a rock drummer to the hi hat, right? Sure. So when you lose that hand, then you're limited, man, unless you take another limb from your body and replace the right hand, which I call my new right hand is my right foot hmm. to, uh, um, to alternate the sticking with my old left hand, which is my left hand. Right. <laughs> and, and then I'll play, uh, and then also start the rudiments, left foot, right foot, right hand, left hand, left foot, right foot. Why not? I mean... It's the same mind, right? Yeah. And my feet is part of my body, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, then why can't I teach my hands what I teach my feet? Uh, teach my feet what I teach my hands? Because most drummers have what? Educated hands and ignorant feet. Yeah. Why? <laughs> why? Because when a great drummer's playing, they can't see through his bass drum. Yeah. 
and they don't pay no attention to the hi-hat. No. Nope. <laughs> it's funny because I, I was talking about this a couple of weeks ago about how the hi-hat is is almost like turning into this forgotten art form. For, uh, for a certain style of music. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is sad, you know. It's 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 an integral part of of the kit. That's why it's there, you know. Well, well, you know. See, uh, no disrespect to any style of music because I play them all. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up playing R and B and country and western, and plus uh, my Motown stuff. So I love letting that playing uh, the eighth notes on the hi hat. But having said that, now, 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 there is a spring on the hi-hat, gentlemen. Let's not use it. Why not use it? Mm-hmm. There's a spring inside the hi-hat pedal. Why are you beating it all all, all the time with your right hand? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so maybe one just needs to realize that there is a spring in the hi-hat, sure. and maybe one day they'll discover it. Be, uh, <laughs> because it's always hope, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of times, even now, I will uh, isolate practice. Like like right now, down downstairs, Jack DeJanette and I have been friends for a long time, since uh, the late 60s uh, when I was living in L.A. He would come to L.A., and I would pick him up and take him. And uh, his, his, his oldest daughter, Dan Farrer, was about four or five, and I would like take them to Disneyland just to get them out of the hotel so mm-hmm. far to play because Jack was working with Miles at Shelly Manhole in L.A. So Jack, uh, what a sweetheart. He just sent me a set of his cymbals uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I have one of the ride cymbals downstairs, only ride cymbal. And every time I go downstairs and I pass that cymbal, I sit in front of it and I'll just play. For as much time as I have. If it's a minute, I'll just play it for a minute. If it's five minutes, I'll play for five minutes. Now, what am I doing? I'm getting familiar with the symbol before I take it because I'm going to use it at Dizzy's Club Coca-Cola Power CD release party on August the 25th. And and I'm going to use it. So what I'm doing, I'm letting it get used to me and me get used to it. Mm -hmm. So isolating. Isolate practice. I've, I've always done that. I might set up the hi-hat for a month, and just every time I'm, I'm down in my office or in front of the hi-hat, I'll play some on it hmm. with my feet, not my hands. Oh, really? Well, it has a pedal on it, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really does. <laughs> you don't play your bass drum with your hands, so why play your... <laughs> I mean, it has a pedal on it, it Nick. I mean, it, it really has. <laughs> <laughs> At least the one I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why should I play it with my hands that has a pedal on it? Yeah, that makes total sense. Well, I don't know if it makes sense, but I'm a child. I just, I'm, 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 I'm a child. I mean, that's how <laughs> children... No, I'm serious, I am, man. I'm just big for my age, of course. But <laughs> Well, I am, Nick. Come on, man, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm my mother and father child, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a child. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I don't want to grow, grow up. I want to be a Toys of Us kid. Yeah, man. Don't grow up. It's a trap. <laughs> no, I ain't growing up, man. Responsibility <laughs> and all of that. I don't... Boo, yeah, we don't need that. Boo, <laughs> I just had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich this morning. I love it. There you go. <laughs> Come on, man, with a glass of orange juice. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm serious, Nick. I'm, I believe you. I believe I'm you. I'm serious, man. <laughs> 
That's why I have so much energy, man. I'm like, grow up, come on, stop it. I don't have time to grow up. You gotta do. You gotta. You gotta keep it young, man. You have to. I am though. I know. I, I, I only time I had to keep people from being mad at me because I have great technique. Say that again. I only dye my hair gray so people don't be mad at me because I have great technique. (laughs) 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 So when somebody see me play, they say, well, you have great technique. Yeah, but he's old, old. See, he have great hair. He should have it. I mean, he's been playing drums for 63 years. He should have great technique. (laughs) Well, speaking speaking of of technique, um, I know that a lot of people have an issue with practicing things on the pad or ta- or mm-hmm. even taking it to the drum set, like you said, and isolating things mm-hmm. and then having it get into their playing when they're playing mm-hmm. live. And what, what's your advice for that of how these people can actually take the things they're practicing and have them come out in their playing efforts, eff- excuse me, effortlessly? Fall in love with it, Nick. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Fall in love with it. Let's 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 dig into that a little bit more. Well, well, if when a person falls in love with a woman, he would do what whatever to keep her, right? Sure. Well, fall in love with the drums and do whatever you have to do to reach your dream and your goal as a great drummer. So whatever it takes. Whatever. Hmm. Yes. Whatever. See, see, excuses breed failures. It does. Have you ever heard a man say, hey, Nick, look, man, <laughs> I really want to apologize for uh, buying this $3 million house so my kids can go to a better school? <laughs> no. Uh, 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 Nick, look, man, I, I really want to apologize to you for being able to send my kids to any doctor for care that they so choose to have. Nick, I, I really want to apologize to you for uh, every time my children come home and they open the refrigerators full of food. Never. (laughs) 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 The stupid breed failures. I totally, I totally agree with that. There's a, one of the, the main reasons that I've, I really wanted to interview was uh, a long time ago I read your article or read an article about you, a modern drummer. Um, uh-huh. I guess it was what, about three years ago. Uh-huh. And you you and I have the same approach and the same idea that whatever you determine you are going to do, you can do. So whether it be you know get whatever touring gig you want or play yeah. with anybody you want or yeah. make a million dollars or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was one of the the main things that really attracted me to to you and your playing and your your approach to playing. Um, It's just because because I really do believe that. Um, Yeah. Now, what do you think? Look, 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 we are visitors here. Okay, and 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 we are camped. We are not permanent parted, Nick. We are temporary occupants Mm -hmm. of this great earth. Okay, so so once one really come to grips with that, then why not get on with making the dream come true, boys and girls? I totally agree. I remember when my daughter Kelly was about mm, about 18 months to two. I would say, Kelly, uh, so-and-so, she'd say, no. And Kelly, no. And everything was no. And everything 
that was the right way. And then we grow up, and then we start agreeing with it. It should be done. Well, you know, well, you know, okay. No, it's not okay. Right. It's not okay. You attempt, man. You don't have all of this alleged time. Time is very precious. It's all we got. What do we do realistically? We trade our time for dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really do. I, I, I was just saying that the other day, actually. Yeah, Nick, so, so, so if we're not trading our time for dollars, then we should be investing uh, in dreams mm-hmm. with our other time. Mm-hmm. You know, life, life is so beautiful to me. Like, people basically want to do exciting things all all they need to need or plug into is an exciting person exciting people are exciting mm-hmm. i mean they really are yeah regardless what they're excited about it doesn't matter <laughs> no it doesn't matter yeah enthusiasm <laughs> is is good no matter yeah. no matter what it's yeah. About. yeah 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 the guy says he's a nut but yeah i know but check him out though now you not, and you acting like you a shackle or a prisoner. And he's free, man. Free is beautiful. Man. I mean, you, you, you know, like like guys guys will come to me and say, "Well, I would like that." They'll call me and say, "Well, uh, you the drummer that talks so and so and so and so, or this and that." Or they'll say, "Well, are you a Michael Carbon to boom 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 on this record?" And I'll say, "Yes." And they say, "Well, I want you to teach me how to play like that." I say, "Well, that's easy." All you have to do is get the person fingerprint when you come to your first lesson. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can't come in here with a fingerprint, then I can't teach you how to play the way they play. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what I can do, I'll introduce you to yourself if you would like to meet yourself. Now, that that's one thing that you talked about in that interview as well, yeah. was introducing you to yourself. So what? So, talk about that a little bit. Explain well, that to the listeners out, out there. Well, that well, see what happens is this, and it's a beautiful process. All of us. Let's just use the drummer for example, because that's what I do. Okay, in order for me to start playing drums, I saw my father. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I fell in love with the instrument because of my father's playing it. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, the, 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 let's say the first five years of my drumming, or uh, uh, even ten years, I'm mimicking or uh, impressed by my father, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when I got to be about fifteen, I stumbled into myself because one day I happened to be practicing and I played some, and I showed my father. He say, "That's great, uh, great, Michael." I have never thought to play something like that. Now that blew me away when my father said that. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. You? What? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? My hero? Come on. So then I started investigating more and more and trying this and, 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 and playing rudiments backwards or, or instead of playing a paradiddle, right paradiddle, left paradiddle. Uh, right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left. I started playing a right paradiddle and alternating it with a five-stroke roll. So 
Terrible Baba the Badab instead of Baba the Baba the Baba the Baba the Badab. Right. So alternating with a five-stroke roll instead of a left parallel. So I started investigating that, and then and then I started figuring out different kind of things. So I started becoming my fingerprint. So when a guy first come to me, he have to bring 10 questions. The first thing I tell a guy, hey, for your first lesson, have 10 questions written out. I want them written out. Time is very important. I don't want you in the lesson saying, well, uh, uh, read it. I want 10 questions. And you have to be 21. I don't deal with no kids. You have to be grown. Mm -hmm. So when the guy start reading his questions, he's telling me who he is. Mm -hmm. he's, he's telling me his needs, his dreams, his desire. So then I'll say, let's say if a guy say, well, you know, um, I would like to be able to join a major band, then I would stop him and I'll say, what band? Tell me. Well, I don't know. Well, how can you join him? <laughs> right. Hey, come if on. If you don't man. know where you you're going, know. how are you going to get Come on, there? man. So then I'll say, have you ever been kissed by the sun or, 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 or caressed by the wind? And he'll say, I don't know. I'll say, well, does the sun make you feel good when you step out in it? He said, yeah. I'll say, play that. He say, play what? I'll say, play the way the sun <laughs> make you feel when you step out in it. Play that. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll fumble around with it, and I'll say, is that how it make you feel? And by me saying it that way, then, of course, he goes, well, 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 not really. I say, wait, I didn't say anything was wrong with it. I just asked you a question, man. Right. If that's the way it make you feel, say, yeah, Carmen, that's the way it make me feel. And he'll say, oh, I say, yeah, if that's the way it make you feel, that's the way it make you feel. You are right. Hmm. But that's the first time he played him. Right. Because that's not on the record. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. not in the video. I agree with that. That's what he just did. That's him. Then, then I say, okay, good. Now, what about uh, caressed by the wind? Well, I don't really know what that means. Okay, how does a shower make you, you feel? Or do you like peanut butter and jelly? Or whatever it takes, Nick, to get him on him in a positive light. Mm -hmm. Because he don't see him that way. That's why he idolized somebody else. Hmm. I never thought of that. Well, never in order to idolize somebody else, you don't like yourself. Look, baby, come on now. We all we got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Nick. We all we got, man. Fall in love with D, man. That's it. I like it. I'm over here speechless because I'm I'm processing all the all the stuff that you're telling me, and I'm thinking about my own playing while we're having this conversation. So I'm kind of. Uh, it, at some points, I'm at like a loss for words because I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking of my own, you know, my own, my own circumstances and my yeah, playing. you know, see, like it's, it's like, it's, it's like, like I tell him, look, man, you are the next whatever it is. You know, a, a, a guy, a, a guy that is 22 or 25 or 30 or 35, uh, a, a, a born in America, he is the next whatever America's gonna be. Right. It's him. I'm 69. It's not me. It's him. Mm -hmm. So 
so everybody that was in the first grade with him or the next whatever governors, presidents, chiefs of police, fathers, uh, uh, teachers, great this, great that, whatever it is, that's them. Sure. And like I tell tell a, a, a guy, he's like 20 or 30, I say, look, man, you have another 40 years. I don't. 40 years from now, I'll be 109. I don't have another 40 years. Right. You know, I'm, I mean, that's just straight up and down. The, that's a beautiful thing. That's not like, oh, God, I'm going to die, and I'm not going to. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we, we, we're all temps, man. Come on, keep it real. Yep. We're all temps. We're only visiting here. So, so I, I try to get that young, great drummer to see you it. If you know it or not, you it, baby, you running it. Well, you just got to figure out how to harness it and, and yeah. go after it and, and get yeah. it. Because you it, 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 you got it, it's yours. You, you, you didn't ask me it, I understand that it's yours anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it chooses so the, you rather than you choosing it. You know? Yeah, so the quicker you come to grips with you, you win. Hmm. Because so how, you got the forty years to reap your benefits, right? So how how do you suggest that people find them? Little by little, uh, uh, with with your instrument, mimic the sounds of things that you like, and not other people's sounds, but feelings that you have. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that you like, right. You know, see what like like uh, uh, sometimes uh, certain people, everybody have different laughs. Like you know how you hear a guy and say, "Man, this guy just have a beautiful laugh, man." Yeah. If he a musician, and he was a student of mine, I'll say, "Play the way you laugh." Hmm. And the guy like what? <laughs> You know the way you feel when you something is really funny? Yeah, play that, man. And somebody else will laugh. Hmm. You know, if a comedian coming through a, 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 a drum sound, that's what made um, uh, Jonathan Winters funny, man. I love Jonathan Winters. Yeah. He was one of my teachers. You know, Alfred Hitchcock was one of my teachers. Like I studied all of the Hitchcock movies because he loved designs. He always had angles. Jonathan would just had all these these uh, these sounds. But when you looked at his face, what was coming out of his mouth was the opposite. Hmm. So what I try to do when I'm playing. Are you there, Nick? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, oh, I I'm listening. Change, I'm not going uh, anywhere. No, 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 no. <laughs> I had to change phones with these. Um, uh, my landline are still electrical for you. You know everything okay. now, and and that's why he'll let. Tee, 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 tee. Uh, okay. So I'm surrounded with about 500 phones, and when I hit, tee, 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 I switch to the other one. <laughs> now, I'm serious. I believe you. So, but when you watch Jonathan, he'll like tell a joke. And his face is like, I didn't really say that. (laughs) (laughs) So so I try to practice the drums where I look like I'm not playing. So uh, 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 to try not to have too many um, uh, giveaway, what I call don't give 
the uh, the beat away before it's coming. Like, like, don't telegraph. I'm getting ready to play a single stroke role, ladies and gentlemen. Watch my pain in my face. Right. You know, like <laughs> because Jonathan would drop some funny stuff, and you'd be on your knees, but you look at this guy, and it's like he's bored. Right. You know, and, and, and that's what I loved about Jonathan Winters. I mean, Jackie Gleason, I, I, I studied Jackie Gleason in The Honeymooners, how they could take one room and three people and make you see the bowling alley, the train station, the bus station, somebody mm-hmm. coming. Some, I mean, that's talent, man. Yeah. So to take a set of drums and create as many rhythms as possible in one space, that's what I got from Jackie Gleason in The Honeymooners. Hmm. You know, like like make a symbol of pow zoom. I'm you gonna get it? Pow zoom. You know how to project that in a sound? Pow zoom. You know. Mm-hmm. So you you're know, using all of these external external stimulants and things that you're that you're seeing, and it's you're not just saying, okay, I have a kick, a snare, a hi hat, and a ride cymbal, and I have to make drum beats out of it. Exactly. Move beyond that. Right. Become theatrical because mm-hmm. you are in show business. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like I teach my students, you in show business. Show up and take care of the business. Right. I like you that. Know, <laughs> no, no, no. Come on now. Come yeah. on with it. People, people are spending money here. Come on now. Mm-hmm. People are spending money. You're trading your time for dollars. Keep it real. Yep. I, I say this. I've quoted this uh, numerous times. I interviewed Russ Miller, and he said, they don't call it the... The music hang out with your friends. They call it, <laughs> they call it the music business. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah man. You know, you have, uh, I, I noticed you have one of my, my buddies in, in there, uh, in Dugu, Leon Chapsler. Yeah, I had the I've, uh, pleasure. I met in, him. He was 13 years old. Oh, really? Yeah, Los Angeles, California. I moved to Los Angeles, California from Houston, Texas in 1963. Hmm. I was 18. I, I think I maybe seven or eight years his senior. Oh, okay. Yeah, I watch him do his whole thing. He's amazing. He's a great he's a a great person too. He's just Well well see it's that same thing. When I met him I didn't teach him nothing. He wasn't a student of mine. Mm -hmm. But when I met him, he was about thirteen or fourteen, running around LA, getting uh 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 uh, trying to figure it out. But his attitude was very positive. Mm Mm-hmm. And I knew when he was 13 that he would be just fine once he grew into his, to his fingerprints, which he did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would say which that he, he I would yeah. say he's had a great career, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and still going. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's that, that's what, see, guys, see, a lot of guys will say, yeah, yeah, but that's Elvis uh, Presley. He could do, well, well you know, uh, James Garner. He was a good a good friend of mine. The cat the guy that played Maverick, uh, you know. Yeah, well, James James Gunner can do that. Yeah, well, that's 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 uh, uh, Earl 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 Flynn. He, he no no, you can do it too. See, because what you don't realize is when they were little, they spit up too. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> We're all we're all the same. It's funny. I watched the I watched the James Brown movie last night, yeah. and uh, you know him just. It shows him when he, you know when he's a kid, and I'm thinking in my head, 
that I wonder, you know, if these people are looking at this kid like, man, he's going to be James Brown, you know? And it's just amazing to me that anybody out there, you know, I, in five years, I may be standing in the mirror and be like, man, I'm Nick Ruffini, you know, like, why not? Why Why not, man? I mean, who's saying no? Right. That's always been my biggest thing. It's like, why not me? If I want to go do something, just go do it. Well, who's saying no? That's, that's my question. Right, me. I would be the only yeah, one saying you, that. You, you, you know who's uh, who said no? Who's running this? Who's minding the store? Right, right. You know, look, man. When you go into a mom and pop ice cream parlor, that you were like, man, ice cream is really great. There, and the people are really nice. They saw that building for Lisa Rent or whatever it was. Somebody sat down and say, I'm going to, man, one day I'm going to have me an ice cream parlor, baby, because that's what I always wanted as a kid. And ice cream makes me happy, and it'll probably make somebody else happy. Oh, you nuts. you never make money selling ice cream. If you're going to open up a store, get a liquor store, get a this. No, I just want me a small little ice cream store. He opened up that small little ice cream store with that concept. He makes trillions of dollars because everybody like intimate and special. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody. Yep. Like intimacy and special. So when uh, when you walk in that, Nick, how you doing? So how's your uh, uh, show coming along on the web? Oh, it's very good, Mr. Johnson. Yeah, I know what you like. You like the peach pecan. Right. <laughs> I got it right here for you, and I saved some for you because I was getting ready to run out. But I know you always usually come by on a Sunday afternoon. I saved it for you. Man, you're a celebrity. Come on, man. Yeah. Yep. You are somebody. But love- we don't take that and run with it. I love the way that you, you look at things. I really but do. But it's true, though, man. It it's is true. true, and I, you know, and I, I one hundred percent agree with you, and I think the same way. I totally you, do. You, you, you're a special man, or you will or walk into a drum shop and a guy say, "Nick, how you doing, man? Great. Hey, you got a minute? Yeah, come in, man. Let me show you something. It just came in. I was thinking about you. You don't give a shit if you buy it or not. Right. It, it, how many people are thinking about you that didn't give birth to you, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man for you to email me it knocked me out nick come on you know that i'm alive and i'm walking on the face of this earth that i'm passing through this earth at this time in your life and my life and you thought enough of me to reach out for me i'm special absolutely man it's come it's on, been man. my pleasure for, for you to do this i'm special man you recognize that I actually that I'm actually here on earth out of all the people that are here on earth and you want to take time out of your busy life and your busy schedule to share some time with me. I'm a luckiest man in the world. Come on. <laughs> I like it. It's the truth. I know. I know. I agree. <laughs> this is your time, man. Yeah. This is part of time in your life that, Nick, you will never get back. Mm-hmm. This time that you are sharing with me, you will never make it back up in your life, and you will never get it back. Right. I'm special. I wish more so, people thought of things like that. Well, it's yeah. true, because maybe on Monday at 11 o'clock, 
that's when you clip your toenails. <laughs> no, they got to be clipped now. Keep it real. Right. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious, Nick. I don't know what you normally do on Mondays at 11 o'clock. I really don't. Right. <laughs> but today but we're I talking. Know, but I know it, it, it's not talking to Michael Common. Right. Not that I know. So I'm thankful. Well, me too. I'm thankful. Are you kidding me, man? That makes two of us. Out of all the people walking today on the face of this earth, you're going to take time out of your busy schedule to say, hey, Carvin, let's chat for a minute. Ain't that nice? Mm-hmm. And I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're, you're uh, willing to do it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> to be recognized while living? No, you kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Nick, yeah, this is Carvin Lord. Uh, uh, thanks for wanting to interview me while I'm living, but I'm really not into that. All right. I'm busy. When I'm dead, will you please make something about me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really into this living thing. You know? All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, hey. Come on with it, man. Come on. Come so on I, I have it. a I have a question for you about. Um, yes. We talked a little bit about rudiments, but I and I I want to ask you a little bit about this because I know that you make the you make the comparison of rudiments and the alphabet. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. let's talk about that a little bit because yeah. I love the way that you explain it a lot more eloquently than I could I could ever say. So let's hear your take on it. Okay, see, if, if there's a guy going to inquire about being a journalist for the New York Times, he's doing it, and, and he see um, an ad in the paper, journalist wanted at New York Times starting salary, so-and-so-and-so. And, so and, so. and he go there with his suit and tie, and then he comes in, and the guy say, great. He say, you look great. You're a very sharp speaker. Do you know your 26 alphabets or letters? And he say, well, no. The guy say, well, <laughs> how can you build a word and if you can't build a word, how can you build a sentence? And if you can't build a sentence, how can you build a paragraph? And if you can't build a paragraph, how can you write a short story? And he said, oh, he said, look, man, if you don't know your 20, the 26 letters of the alphabet, you can't even spell your name. So here's a young drummer, and he want to join somebody's band. The guy said, well, do you know your 26 rudiments? He said, well, no. Well, if you don't know your 26 rudiments, you have no control of your hand. Or how can you build a phrase? Or how can you build a solo? Or how can you really hear a melody and, and, and automatically connect it to something you can remember? For instance, Seven Steps to Heaven. Bop, 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 bop. Right? Mm-hmm. Bop, bop, bop. So when I heard Tony playing it, Tony was playing, and I say, Tony, you Russian, man. He said, what? I say, yeah, man. I say, you Russian, man. I say, won't you play a single paradiddle hand-to-hand and put the accents on the symbols? ping a ticket ping Paradoo, 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 ba-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
paradoodle, paradoodle, double, double, paradoodle, ba, da, da. Hmm. So when, when I used to go to jam sessions when I was about 15 and 16, I didn't know the songs. So I would connect it to a rudiment. So the next time the guy called the song, I'd say, oh, yeah, that's the Rattin' the Q song. Oh, that's the, the paradiddle song. So if I'm playing a strange song and the guy say, Carbon Solo, in order for me to keep the melody, some piece, some part of the melody, I'll connect it to a rudiment. Because if I can't connect it to a rudiment, I'm not going to come back out of that solo with the, uh, uh, the same tempo that I started it with, am I? Nope. Because I have nothing to, uh, I have no reference, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, uh, you say, ba da da da, ba da 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 da, one and a two, one and a two, and so that's one and a two, that's a one and a two, that's a nine, one and a two, one and a, ba da 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 da, that's a nine, ba da 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 da, ba da 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 da, that's a ten, one and a two, three and a four, one and two, and so ba da 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 da, ba da 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 da, ba da 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 da, ba da 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 da, ba da da, ba da 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 da. So I was like, hmm. When I first joined Dizzy's band, Dizzy well, was telling me one night, he, uh, he felt like talking. We was in Munich, Germany. And he was telling me, he said, man, you know, uh, Kenny Clark invented bebop. I said, oh, yeah. He said, yeah. He said, listen to Salt Peanuts. Ba-da-la, da-da, da-da-da, boom, da-da-da, da-da-da. I said, I'll be doggone. <laughs> and Dizzy played it because he played Congress. Right. They, they, they called uh, Chano Pozo had taught him. So he played I'm like, uh-oh. And he told me that because when I first joined the band, I played da-da. I played unison like Max Roach did with Charlie Parker and Dizzy. Da-da, 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 da-da. So when I got in Dizzy's band, he said, well, uh, uh, that's all right, but that's not the drum part. I said, really? He said, yeah. He said, this is what Kluke play. Dot, dot. And uh, where I click my finger is where the drum play. Dot, 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 I said, oh. Because Dizzy didn't. Uh, rehearse guys like that say either you know my music or you don't i'll right. hire you and if you can't play it i'll fire you <laughs> and i'll find somebody else that can do it <laughs> right so when he showed me that well he kind of took a liking to me because he knew i was really into the drum and dizzy dig drummers that are really into the drum because he's a trumpet player that, but really into the drum and dizzy really uh reconfirmed that i was on the right track it's like studying your instrument Studying your instrument. Study your instrument. Not to make money just for the love of being the best on your instrument. Not to impress anybody, but just to be the best on your instrument. So when you hear my night in Tunisia, that's the way I arranged it. So after Dizzy opened up his uh, verbal door to me about two years later, I said, Dizzy, uh, do you mind if I tell you about Night in Tunisia? He said, no, Michael, I don't mind. I said, well, you was influenced by Chana Pozo. He said, yeah. He loved Chana Pozo. I said, well, Chana Pozo is from Cuba. I said, Tunisia's in Africa. And he said, okay, okay. So I showed him 
where they play uh, because the Chana Pozo six six eight clade they play okay that clave the six eight that's not Africa Tunisia is so elongated the melody so mm-hmm. it breathed more he was like oh I said yeah because it, it it always sound rushed to me. But a lot of times, I say, oh man, that's that Cuban nervous stuff, man. I mean, it's cool, eh? I don't want no nobody to get mad at me, but it's a different edge on the beat. Sure. But Africa. So I'm using a hi hat. I'm playing eight no triplets. One triplet, two triplet, three triplet, four triplet. But where I'm opening a hi hat with my foot is creating a different accent. But basically, I'm playing eight. Eighth no triplets. One triplet, two triplet, three triplet. So I have the bass player in my band playing four trip. So he'll play one triplet, two triplet, three triplet, four triplet, one trip. Uh, uh, the last two beats of uh, the fourth triplet. Hmm. So then it sounded chaka um chaka um chaka um doo um chaka um chaka um chaka um doo um ba ba da da chaka um doo um chaka um chaka um chaka ba da 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 um chaka um chaka um chaka um doo um ba ba da da um chaka um doo So now it's moving, and then I have the horn player, like I tell Keith. Now you're the poet, so you recite this melody. Of Tunisia, don't play it, recite it. Boo boo ba, chaka um chaka um chaka um doo doo, chaka um chaka um chaka um doo ba doo dee da, um chaka um doo doo, like a poet. Chaka um chaka um ba boo boo we, ba da um chaka um chaka um chaka um boo boo um dee ba, um chaka um boo boo um chaka um, um chaka um chaka um ba ba boo we, chaka um ba, chaka um chaka um boo boo um dee ba, um chaka um doo doo, um chaka um chaka um cha cha. Stop. Ba da 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 da. <laughs> because the tempo is there. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Right, 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 right. The tempo is there. <laughs> so when people hear it, it really, it really freak them out because they just say, well, what is the time signature? Is it this and that over this or that and that? I say, yeah. <laughs> because if you tell people the truth in a spiritual, excited moment in the club, you piss them off. What's that? If you tell, like, people would be saying to me, well, was it that uh, in, in seven over nine or what was that? I'm like, yes. <laughs> because if you tell people the truth when they are coming to you with their open heart and their excitement about the way you made them feel, you have to let them be right, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll piss them off. <laughs> because you can't turn to a person and they can say, no. you say oh i say yeah wow man you really have great thank you so much for coming tonight wow i'm glad that you enjoyed that thank you so much yeah wow man wow that was really beautiful thank you (laughs) because he's into your moment of your magic man you don't Mm want to take him out of the cell
So you've heard me referencing Mapex and talking about a new design of drum sets that they are coming out with. And they finally released everything with their Black Panther Design Lab series drum kits and new mounting hardware. And there is there is a lot that goes into it. Way too much for me to explain now. But check out MapexDesignLab.com. It is insane what they have done with the mounting hardware. They use a magnetic field to actually mount the drum. So the drum is just sort of floating there. You can adjust the sustain. You can adjust the sound of the drum just by adjusting the mount that they, it, it is absolutely nuts and it's groundbreaking and I recommend you check it out go to mapexdesignlab.com and learn all about it like I said it is way too much for me to explain here in about 30 to 45 seconds so check out mapexdesignlabseries.com mapexdesignlab.com Hey, if you're looking for a drumstick that allows you to hit harder and last longer, then look no farther than Promark's new fire grain drumsticks. They use a revolutionary heat tempering process that transforms ordinary hickory drumsticks into precision tools with unprecedented durability. Keeping their original weight, balance, and feel, Promark fire grain sticks allow drummers to hit harder and play longer naturally. Unlike other drumsticks that use synthetic alternatives that transmit excess vibrations, Firegrain drumsticks retain their natural feel, weight, and balance that you would expect from regular hickory. They're available now in classic forward balance and select balance across a variety of sizes. Check them out by going to Promark.com. A lot of the music that I hear now and a lot of drummers that I hear now lack the the magic and the life in what they're mm-hmm. playing. Mm-hmm. And what is your suggestion That's for... True. What is your suggestion for people out there now, like younger drummers that are coming up or even people that are older that are that are playing to to get in touch with that, like that that magic and play musically? It's back to that same thing. You got to fall in love. Mm-hmm. You got to fall. See, when a guy see when a guy see a woman, she's uh, at the ice cream parlor and, and, and he's, oh, my God, boy, the whole boy. That's a beautiful woman. And then his mind say, but don't you go over there and say nothing to her because she'll reject you. And he's like, yeah, she probably wouldn't like a guy like me as pretty as she is. But then if he say, I don't care, she's just going to have to tell me no. And when he go over, she tells him yes, because he's the only guy that finally realized that the, 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 the most the, the 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 woman that a person feels is so beautiful is lonely because everybody thinks that she wouldn't want to be with them, so she ain't with nobody. Mm-hmm. Now, he, he 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 goes to her. He exchanged the phone number. On his way home, he just peeing his pants. He's just losing it. He's oh man, I got the whole boy. Oh man, he, he feel good, man. <laughs> he feels good. Come on now, this is the melody. She's the melody. He mm-hmm. feels good. He don't know the melody, but he like what he heard, but he ain't going to read. He don't remember it all, but he remember enough. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's all he needs to remember. She, she's beautiful. That was, so that's that part of the melody, the magic and the melody that touched him. Oh, wow, man. That, man, that's really pretty. Just like a woman. Wow, that's really pretty. He go home. He dream about it. He calls her. He starts dating her. Look where his heart is at, man. I mean, 
He's in love with her, man. That's a beautiful feeling, man. That's that's gorgeous, man. Total strangers. Two total strangers have this connection, and it's beautiful between the two of them. That's love. So capture that. Play her in every melody you play. Play her or play it. It could be an ice cream. It could be peanut butter and jelly. I don't care the first pair of sneakers you got or the home run you hit in Little League or when you first learned how to tie a tie or ride a bike. I don't care what it is. Pick that moment when you won as a young person. Play that to the new song. Hmm. That's magic. Yeah. That's that, <laughs> that's that lightning in a bottle. Yeah, baby. Yeah, see, everybody got it, but they run past it because they think that they can't possess it. And they have already experienced it. That's why they haven't strangled somebody walking down the street. That's the only thing that keeps us civil is love. Mm-hmm. So do you think that that's, that's the biggest mistake that you see with, with, young, with younger drummers is that they haven't fallen in love with the instrument? It's not a mistake. It's just that they haven't gotten to that part yet because nobody has opened that thought process up. Mm-hmm. See, young people's minds are like sponges. Mm-hmm. Once the thought process is open up, it'll grow. Right. I, ha- I have never seen a young person that couldn't win. I've never met a young person that couldn't win. See, young, in my opinion, means still have enough time to change. Sure. Young doesn't mean, uh, young, young at 69, 40, 40 is young to me. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> you right, know, right. If I got a guy 40 years old, he got at least 40 years left. You see, I'm looking at the numbers. Right. I'm a number guy. And music, that's the greatest thing about music and math go hand in hand. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at his or her numbers. I know. Look, look, look. It takes 18 months, Nick. 18 months. If a guy locked down for 18 months, he can be the next whatever. 18 months. That's all it takes. 18 months. Why? Why? Because six months gives the idea of excitement. You can only be excited for six months. Right. Okay. After that, six months later, you start developing it. After that, that last six months, you've got to hit it because won't nobody stick with something for two years. It's too long. Hey, man, what you doing? Well, I'm still at Damn, you've been doing that for about two years, haven't you? <laughs> 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 come on, man. It's the truth. Man, a person fall in love at 18 months, they married, baby. She's going to she fall in love with you. After the first six months, you're going to the Thanksgiving for dinner after six months, man. You're going to be there with your feet under her mother's father's table. Yep. <laughs> no, that's after six months. That next six months, you better be talking on your knees about engaged. Because <laughs> now her mother and father, well, now the boy been coming over here eating a lot. He eats a lot. That's the daddy. And then the mom is like, yeah, but he, he's a nice guy. Yeah, but he eats a lot. He, he, what, when are you going to marry you? You, you know? <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> so then you get engaged. That's 12 months. That's that next six. Right. By that third six, three times six is 18, you married or you history. Right. <laughs> okay. No, start checking. Nick, check it out. 
start uh, to clock something, pick out something and, and, and clock it, say, I'm going to watch this for the next 18 months. And if you watch it, you will see it did grow or not grow. Why? Back to a time. Back to time. See, all of us get 24 hours. Mm -hmm. All of us, rich, poor, in between, all of us get 24 hours. All of us do the numbers. All of us. Now, how do we go about distributing the energy in the 24 and what is our goal? Right. Like I tell my guys, in 18 months, either you're on your way or you got to die. I can't teach you anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let you just lay up on me. I don't teach for money. I teach to make great drummers. If you don't want to be great, don't fool with me. I don't need your money. I need greatness. Right. Because my goal before I leave this planet is to leave as many great drummers as I can on this earth before I leave. Why? So the, the music of drumming, uh, uh, the level of drumming can be on the highest level because if the level of drumming is not on the highest level, the horn player there are going to play anything because they are motivated by the drummer. The drummer is the spark. Not the horn players. God bless them. I ain't mad at them. But a horn player would never reach his potential unless a drummer taken there. Mm -hmm. And that's your, well, that's your motto, right? Each one, teach one. Yes, sir. Yeah. Which yes, I love. Sir. Yeah, I do too. Well, it's true because somebody taught me. Yeah. And you have, <laughs> and you have, uh, you've definitely left your mark with drummers already because you've definitely taught a slew of great drummers. Yeah. Well, really they taught themselves. Yeah. I just interviewed uh, Carmen and Tori last week. Oh, man, that's my buddy. Yeah, yeah. He and I are friends. Uh, we met through the DeFrancescos and then. Oh, yeah, man. Joey, too. Joey, I, I produced a record that Joey was on for Ron Blake. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I I love uh, uh, Carmen. He's from bu uh, Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. See, now, when I met him, he possessed the magic. Mm-hmm. He already, had, when I met him, he, he he had it. Why? Because he wanted to win. Yeah. Nick, when I met him, he was on his way. If I was going to go with him or not, I'm Carvin, I'm leaving. I said, well, let me go with you, young man. He said, you got to move fast because I'm on my way. That's what his spirit said to me. Yeah. He's a great player, man. I need player, some man. direction, but if you ain't going to keep up and step with me, I got to go, man. I got to go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. No, man, but listen to his beat. See, he got that beat. Mm -hmm. And he loves the music. He fall, he fell in love with the drums. Mm -hmm. See, now, now uh, when they first started that uh, 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 Juilliard uh, thing, uh, the jazz at Juilliard, they drafted Carmen out of the new school. Yeah. And gave him a full scholarship because... He and I had a long talk with him, and, and, and uh, he was saying, well, Carmen, I don't want to leave you because I won't be able to study with you. I said, well, ask them. So he said, okay. So he, uh, he, he didn't want to leave me, but I had to explain it to him. I'd say, look, let's look at your father's pocket. Mm -hmm. He said, what you mean? I said, you're going to get a full scholarship to Juilliard. You are taking your hand out of your parents' pocket. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. Forget about Michael Carvin. If hmm. this will get your hand out of your parents' pocket, go on. Right. To Juilliard. 
You got to keep real. And he respected me for that. Because he was rebelling against, he said, oh, man, I don't want to go. I said, wait, man, you have to look at it now. You got to look at it. Yeah. Let's get your hand out of mom and dad's pocket. That's a, And that's a great opportunity, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And and he heard it. See, and that's what I like about him. That's, and, and, and this is about a young age, man. He was about 19, 20, whatever he was. Right. You know. And and he had that fire and now calling I don't stay with you. I said, uh, wait a minute now, wait a minute. That sounds good. I love it, but that's not realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I appreciate your name, uh, Mister Lion, but that ain't you. That ain't realistic. <laughs> you can't catch no monkey in no tree. You can climb the tree, but you can't swing on branches. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate your tenacity yeah. and your desire, but that's not going to work. <laughs> so, so how do you? So speaking of tenacity and desire, how do you keep it up for eighteen months? How do you? You know, it's because you keep know that dream. Keep that dream, Nick, right there. But 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 you have to see see less is more. Okay, let, let, let's investigate that. Okay, so in order for a guy to win in 18 months, which he can, I don't care who it is, you can win in 18 months. You have to be realistic. Okay, so we go through our schedule because we have to continue to do everything. We do not subtract, Nick. We must apply. That's why most people make big mistakes. Well, then if I give up this, then I, you ain't got to give up nothing. If you want it, add to it. Mm-hmm. See, to give up something is false pretense. Well, you know, I had to give up this in order to do that. Now, now, he, now he's mad now. No, you don't have to give up nothing. You got 24 every day, seven days a week. How you want to use it? Okay? We can take 60 minutes a day of focus. Now, how, can, how long can we focus realistically? Five minutes. <laughs> well, that's the truth. Yeah. Realistically, we can only focus for five minutes. So the first step is learn how to focus. For 60 minutes, that's the first step. Because if we can't focus, we can't win. Discipline. Discipline is the key. So we'll say, okay, then I want to be with the band that I want to be with in 18 months. Very good. Now, what is your disadvantage? Well, I'm not a debate. Okay, good. And, and, and I need, okay, good. Write that down. Okay. Can we do five minutes a day just on the bass drum? But just on the bass drum. I don't want no hanky-panky now. <laughs> Roll up your sleeve five minutes a day on the bass. Oh, man, I can do an hour. No, I don't need an hour. I need five minutes, though, right. every day. I don't need an hour. That sounds good, but you can't do, do, do an hour. You would have been doing it. You can do five minutes because it sounds like nothing, but it's, it's, it's quite a bit to focus for five minutes. So let's start with that disadvantage. We know what it is. Well, my right foot is not. Okay, cool. Then just set up your drum seat and set up the bass drum and work on just that. But work on it slowly. Slow is fast. Fast is blur. Slow is fast and work on it. And, and every time you strike the bass drum, say, I want it to get the same sound. Every time, the same sound. We're going to get the same sound. Do it slowly. Fall in love with the bass drum. Get the same sound. Boom. Boom. 
fast enough for five minutes. Boom. Just one beat. Boom. For five minutes. But but each every time you strike the drum, it has to be the same sound. Okay, that's enough for that. Then you check off that. I did the bass drum for five minutes. Now, let's go on and work on that single stroke roll. Why? Because everybody judged the drummer by the single stroke roll. They don't even realize single stroke roll doesn't swing because a roll creates a whole note sound. Ah, it ain't no rhythm and no ah. <laughs> but everybody judged the drummer by a single stroke roll. Okay. Uh, like I teach my students uh, to play a single stroke roll. You will not learn how to play a single stroke roll going one, two, three, four, one and two and three and four and one, two, two, three, 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 four, three, one and three, the way they teach. You develop the single stroke roll by singing it. How do you hear your single stroke? Most kids, when they come to me, I'll say, sing your single stroke. They'll say, I say, very good, play it. They play, I said, that's the single stroke roll. They said, no. I said, okay. Sing your single stroke roll. They say, did it, did it, did it. I said, okay, play it. They did it, did it, did it. <laughs> See, you don't hear it. You can't play what you don't hear, man. Right. So here. <laughs> now play that. <laughs> that drum is rolling. Right. That sounds like rapid fire. <laughs> that's, that sounds like a car with fast pistons. You have to hear it in your head. If you hear it in your head, your limbs will follow your brain. Hmm. So let's get that bass drum sound right. Let's just get that single stroke roll sound. Just get that. Now, once we get that, uh-oh, here it's a little bigger. Don't let it get too big so you can't get out the house or right. you will never be successful because you can't get out the house. <laughs> so keep the head cool. So once we get past that single stroke roll and start making a little sense with that bass drum, then let's set up that hi-hat and let's just have the drum speed, the bass drum, and the hi-hat. Let's just work on that single parallel. Five minutes a day. Boom, chick, boom, boom, chick, boom, chick, chick, boom, chick, boom, boom, chick, boom, chick, chick. Not fast. Boom, chick, boom, boom, chick, boom, chick, chick. Just for the ego of it. Boom, chick. Boom, boom, chick, boom, chick, chick. You already can play with your hands. Don't be concerned about your hands. Bring your, bring your feet into it. What happens? We get in the shower. Man, we take a great shower. All the dirt is falling on in the bottom of the shower on our feet. We get out. We never wash the bottom of our feet. Oh, yeah, I had a great shower. Yeah, man. Ah, let me put on some old spice there. Yeah, I got a date. Yeah. Put nice lotion on the hands. The feet just cruddy as they can be. Yep. So, welcome the feet back into the body. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my feet is like my step part of my body. That's the that's the step body. <laughs> <laughs> Every night, I put nice oil on my feet. Yeah. I treat them like they are part of my body. I treat my feet like they are important. Guess what? Make they like me. Mm-hmm. And when I ask them to perform for me in a concert, they say, Carmen, I'm on your team. You let me shower with the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, see, you got to look at it some kind of way to make it make sense to make you win. I don't care how you look at it. Win. Right. It's about winning. It's about winning. We're on borrowed time here. We are temporary. We are temps. We are not permanent party on the face of this earth. 
I 110% agree with you. 110%. You, you, you know, I remember the first time I was in the car once with my parents, and we passed by a cemetery, and I asked my father, I said, what is that? He said, well, Michael, that's uh, a cemetery or a graveyard. I said, well, yeah. I said, what is it used for? He said, well, that's where people go when they die. I said, oh. The next time you're in an airplane or driving in a, a different town, see if they have a cemetery. If so, hey, baby, let's get busy. <laughs> <laughs> let's get busy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> let's do stuff. <laughs> He say, Carmen, I, I, I need to lose weight. What should I do? I say, okay, do you know where, do you have a gym nearby? He said, yeah, but it's too expensive to join. I said, wait a minute, I ain't asked you to join it. I just asked you a question. <laughs> right. He said, yeah. I said, get up there in the morning, get in your car and drive to this gym, get out of your car, touch the door, get back in your car and go back home. He said, what? I said, you heard what I said. Get up in the morning, get in your car, drive to the gym, touch the door. Don't go inside it. Just touch the door of the gym, get in your car, and go back home. He said, well, if I do that, I might as well join the gym. I said, well, join the gym. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care if you join it or not. Just go and touch the door every morning. At least you wasn't doing that. Right. It's more than move. you were doing the day before. Yeah, move. Move. Do something. I like it ain't about, well, well, you know, I don't have the money. It's not about money, man. It's about the thought process, man. Mm-hmm. Just get up and go and touch the door. If you get up and go and touch the door every morning, you wasn't doing that the day before. You already headed the game, man. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you are going to a gym. It's a thought process. And that, you know, a lot of people think that it's like this all or nothing thing. Like, uh, if I don't have no, no. three hours to practice, no. then there's no, no point no. in practicing well, see, it ain't going to happen because that's not realistic, Nick. Mm-hmm. That's not realistic. Man love to have sex. He can't have sex for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid point. Man love to eat food. He ain't going to have no dinner where he's physically chewing for three hours, man. Yeah. How long do you suggest people practice? Five minutes a day. Really? To get the first six months started. We got to keep it real. What if you have a, what if you're, you're in your zone? Okay, then, and I will, but it have to be disciplined now. Because, see, I would rather for a guy to do five minutes and kill it than to do an hour and don't get to it at all. Mm-hmm. See, see, now keep in mind, the drum set is very distracting, okay? L- let me explain what I mean. If you're going to work on that snare drum, just take that snare drum and that drum seat. Because if you get the, with the whole set and you be playing the snare drum and you all of a sudden close your eyes and ac- ac- accidentally just hit a tom-tom, you gone for about two hours. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're all, I mean, I, I know I'm guilty of that. I, I was too. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. That's why I know what I'm saying works. Because the instrument, Nick, is too powerful, man. <laughs> yeah. Or you trying to work on this, a, a single drag, and you ain't loving it, and you looking at the ride symbol, and the ride symbol saying, come on, man, let's get with it. Come on, look that back. Who this will make you feel good. You say, fuck it. That's four hours. That's four hours. I said one somewhere, I've never met a lazy drummer in my life. I've met a lot of them that wasn't focused. Yeah. I never met Nick. You ain't never met a lazy drummer in your life, man. They be hitting, man, whatever it is. Yeah. Just unfocused. Hello. So, to see, if, if we can do five full, if, 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 if you, if, if you want to experiment with something, just try this, Nick. Just do five minutes for five days. No Saturday and Sunday. Go to the ice cream parlor. Kiss your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Have a good dinner. Go go to the movies. No Saturday and Sunday. That's not realistic. Yeah, but I know, but you don't have to. You still have to live. You still have to drive your car. You still have to go outside and enjoy the weather. You, you know, that's not realistic. Let's keep it real. Let's just work it in, not work it out. Work it in. Right. Do, do, do five minutes and see what you come up with. So pick a goal, write it down. Until next, until man take pen in hand, listen to me. Until man take pen in hand, he will what? He will never be successful. Why? Because he has no idea of what he's doing. He's guessing. Yep. Let me see. Well, last month, I, 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 well, I think last month, was, did I do four hours or five hours? Week before last, I, I, I know I had to go to Sears and get a new toaster, but did, did I did I work? A, it's, he don't know. Right, right, right. I don't know what I did two days ago. Now, well, I, well to, I know what I did practice wise. I write everything yeah, down for that. You but. go to your doctor and say, "Well, Doctor Johnson, did so and so." He say, "Who are you?" <laughs> 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 you say what well, you say are you sure you're in the right office <laughs> or you call up your bank and say hey I, I, I came to make a withdrawal today and they say and they said that I didn't have any money and they, they, they say well we don't write nothing down here <laughs> right <laughs> now you don't want to hear that do you nope well, why do you treat yourself that way if that applies to you? Right, right. So, so, so let's do the same thing with that, that we expect our colleagues to do for us. Let us have a book, a, a, a captain's log, mm-hmm. a leisure of what we are doing to become this great drummer. Let's get with it. Let's roll our sleeves up and get it done. People lie. That what you write in that book doesn't lie. That's your handwriting. Don't wait. Yeah, yeah, but Carvin, I'm going to put it in the cell phone. The cell phone is not doing this. Mm-hmm. 
we got to stop giving our responsibility to the cell phone. Yeah, the I cell agree phone with that. Say, hey, hey, I'm not trying to learn to sing paradiddle. How many? Uh, that ain't me. I'm I'm doing my best to keep a battery, man. I got my own problems. <laughs> See, you submerged me in water. I'm dead. And you're, the cemetery called me and was talking about out out in the phones. So say, say, I got my own worries. You on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I love I, I love the way that I love your analogies for everything because it, it makes total sense because a lot of people take a lot of people just look at it as just drums or just music you know and it's it's the bigger picture that that I love that you you have the ability to to make it relevant to everything, to life. and But and it is because it's your dream, baby. I agree. I agree. It's your you. dream. I mean, to me, that's serious business. That's it. That's mm-hmm. the whole purpose of getting up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Is to make that dream come true. And once we make that dream come true, we have to be very careful. But uh, but uh, but we don't have to be too concerned because once one dream comes true, what happened? It opens the door for another one, and and guess what? You have the blueprint now. Mm-hmm. Like I tell my students, once you leave me, you don't have to play drums. Whatever you do, you'll be successful. Right. All you have to do is do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the the the, uh, the subject is; it doesn't matter. Do the same thing. The blueprint doesn't lie. Right. People lie. Numbers and time doesn't lie. People lie. Hmm. So what? And, ha- so now, mm-hmm. if somebody wants to study with you, what's the best way that they can they can get in touch with you? They have to get in touch with. See, see, I don't advertise. No. Why? Because I don't want the riffraff. If a guy want to get in touch with me, he he, he seek me out. He called me up, and my answer is cool. Let's do it. Just come with 10, 10 questions, we hit. Mm-hmm. See, see, because I don't want to advertise because I don't ever want a guy to be able to say to me, yeah, yeah, well, 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 I only call because you advertise. Well, I don't advertise. Now, what, why are you here? I didn't ask you to come here. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you to seek me out, and I didn't seek you out. So why are you here? Well, I can't then do it. Mm-hmm. A guy told me once, I don't like your tone. I said, well, leave. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask you to be here. He said, are you serious? I said, um, yeah, I'm serious. Leave, and you don't have to pay me. Leave. Ain't mad at, at you, man. Leave. Go on. Bye. Right. Get out. Ain't mad at you, man. I hope you ain't mad at me because I, we don't have that much time. Right. You know, and and that's why the guys that stick with me, they become great. One of I call them like when they leave, they pass each, each other. I say drummers, drummers, brothers, brothers. They have to shake hands. I don't care if they want to shake hands or not. You are brothers, brothers, because you are bounded together by me, and you will respect each other as long as you live as brothers, brothers, drummers, drummers. I don't care if you don't speak to each other in the street, but when you pass each other, one leaving and one coming, you will speak. Mm-hmm. Or both of you have to go. You can't study with me. Honor and respect and dignity if you're a drummer. 
And you ain't going to walk with honor and respect and dignity in my presence, don't come around me. I ain't mad at you. I didn't give birth to you. I can't be mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't got none of my DNA, so we cool in the game. You do what you want to do, right? Yes, well, so can I. Right. You know, it's like guys, guys, uh, one of the guys just came last week. He'd been with me for about two years. He told me, he said, well, in one lesson about eight months ago, I told him, I said, man, you don't see yourself how I see you. You're in a greater place in my mind than you see yourself. And he thought about it now. He came back eight months later, Friday. When he came Friday, he said, Colin, I made the turn. I said, oh, man, congratulations. He said, yeah, man. He said, it's, it's, it's really something, man. I, it just struck me that I am that great drummer that you see. Now, uh, in two weeks, he got three record dates and two tours. This January, he was saying, man, I'm thinking about getting a daytime job so I can really practice. I said, you stupid. I said, you don't need no daytime job to practice. Get you some record dates and some gigs and practice. You don't need no daytime. Are you? I mean, you know, don't give up. Get up. How was, how was getting the daytime gig going to help him practice? I don't know, but that was in his head. See, when, once you, see, he had passed his 18 months of incubation, and he gets scared. You see, that 18-month period after you pass that is, is kind of frightening because the door is open. And you can actually see the door is open, but to walk in it can be for some people a little frightening. Man, it's not easy to accept your dream and see it coming dead at you, man. And and it's yours. It's not easy. That's a different line to cross, man. Mm-hmm. Where where all of one's life he's been assuming, yeah, but Arnold Schwarzenegger can can do it because he in the boom and and Randolph Scott did it in the Bing and. The, you know, and John Wayne did it because of the Zoom. And, hey, they all sped up when they were little. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy for John Wayne. It wasn't easy for none of them. It wasn't easy. Honest Schwarzenegger was pumping iron and parking cars, man. Mm-hmm. In Los Angeles, California, until he was uh, discovered, as, and they were just going to use him in a walkthrough. And he, came, and he came to this country with $20 in his pocket. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It ain't no guinea. Ain't no free lunches in America. Ain't no guinea. This is a capitalistic country, man. Come on. Go on and get your money if you want to get, uh, get some money. If not, don't be mad about it and just settle down with what you're doing. But don't be mad and upset about it. But why not make your dream come true? It's your dream. Like I tell people, it's your dream. Look, first of all, don't you throw it away, and don't let and don't let somebody talk you out of it. Mm-hmm. Or throw it away for you, you know. Yeah, man, because we own the temp. See, until I got that graveyard thing straight, I, I didn't know what. I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess you just be. I, I don't know what I know. But once I got, I I got the location of that particular 
situation, I say, oh, okay, <laughs> then I'm not permanent party here. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man, you got to get real with that situation, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful situation because I also believe the beauty of death is birth. It has to be because you can't live forever. So the beauty of birth is to die, and the, and, and the trick between uh, the birth and death is accomplishing your dream. And after you accomplish your dream and live your dream, you should go. Why not? Mm-hmm. Get out of the way so somebody else can do it. Yep. Why not? I think that now, is- now, don't rush it now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once you pass 50, get your colon and your prostate exams. Now, now don't rush it now. Right. Watch your heart and take your vitamins. <laughs> Do everything in moderation. Now, don't rush it. Don't go buy no guns and shit. Right. You know, don't rush it. Enjoy it, man. Life is gorgeous. I totally agree, man. I really do. Have Have you ever watched the Compine? What's that? Have you ever watched the, the college kids uh, uh, tryout for the pros? Oh, the uh, the Combine. No, uh, the uh, uh, the Combine. Have you ever watched that? Yes. They are running against a stopwatch. Yeah. My goodness. See, people lie. Men lie. Numbers don't lie. Right. Numbers. See, I was a math major. That's why I could sight read anything so so well, because music came so easy for me to read because I see it as math. They are running against a stopwatch. Okay, now I want you to go down, and then you go three feet this way, and you turn left, and you take two steps, and you turn right, and you look in and and catch the ball. Mm-hmm. It's not like, okay, you just go out there and do something, and the ball will come, and you do the best you can. That's not the situation. Right. See, and when I watch that, I'm like, Wow, I would have never. I wonder how many people really realize what it takes to be an NFL player. And watch this, Nick. One wrong move in training camp, and your season is over. Mm hmm. Wow. Yep. Just think if you played a, a rudiment wrong once, they cut your arm off. Wow. <laughs> no, man, you got to look at it now. <laughs> okay, Nick, play the dog parallel between your baseball and hi-hat. You messed it up, and I'll take a baseball bat and break your knee, and you're like, oh, man, yeah, um, kind of messed up with uh, uh, the parallel band. Got my <laughs> knee broke. But, uh, but I'm rehabbing, though. I'll be back on the set in about six months. So all of this kid's dreams, man, since he was playing whatever it is, I don't know what they call football. I know they have a, a Little League baseball. I don't know what they call it but when the kids start off in football. But but he played all of that and, and then high school ball and, and, and senior high school ball and college ball. And now here he is, man, without an injury. Here he is. Make the team. Get the jersey, Nick. And then training. He break his leg, and they say you are out for the rest of the year. Whoa. 
Now, how you handle that? That's that's tough, man. You are out for the rest of the year. And you sitting there watching the, the other kids that you had been training with, that you went to college with, that you was drafted with, and they're out there breaking the numbers and all of that. Mm-hmm. That don't happen to us. So we should be twice as good, man. Yeah. Or you make the baseball team. You're standing there, a guy hits you in the head with a, a fastball. You're out for the next three months with a concussion. Okay, Nick, uh, play your ride some more at this tempo. Oh, you messed it up. Damn, man, yeah, what happened? Well, I was having a lesson with Carmen. I was working on the, the fast tempo. And uh, I misplayed. He hit me in the head with a baseball bat. But I'll, the, the, the dots say, though, I'll be okay in about six months. Yeah, I just have a, a, a what they call a mild concussion. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have it made, baby. I know. When you put it like that, we do. Well, well, see, see, sometimes you have to go around the corner to see where you live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the level of the yes. level of talent and yes. skill that these guys have. I mean, yes. even the even the the worst guys on the team were like the studs in their neighborhood or their state. Yes, you know. Yes, sir. <clears throat> even the bad guys are really, really yes, good. Yes, sir. So why shouldn't we be like that as drummers? Yes, sir. Totally agree. Yeah. I think uh, I think that's a that's a good place to stop. We have that's uh, a lot of information that we just went through that, and I like I said I love the way that you uh, you know you you make everything relevant to life and it's not just about drums but it's about it's about the the big picture and 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 succeeding in in life and not just behind the drum set which I admire and I I love the way that you look at things so. Oh, thank you, Nick. And thank you so much for taking all this time to speak with me. And, and I know all the listeners got a ton of information out of it. And this was probably the first interview where I've been the most, the most speechless and haven't, haven't <laughs> talked that much, which because I was, I was thinking uh, everything that you were talking about, I was, I was letting it sink in and, and was really analyzing the things that you were saying and thinking about my own playing and my approach to playing and, and things mm-hmm. like that. And I hope that the listeners are doing the same while they're listening to this. Cause I know I did. So Michael, sincerely, thank you for, for taking the time to chat with me today. I really, really do appreciate it. Anytime you guys were like to have me, if you would like to do it six months from now, a year from now, please do not hesitate. Please do I, not hesitate. I would love that. Okay, man. I would love that. Michael, okay. again, thank you so very much. I appreciate it. All right, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Michael. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. So there you have it, Mr. Michael Carvin. You can find the show notes. Just go to drummersresource.com forward slash session 472. Also, he does teach. So if you're in the New York area, I recommend looking him up. Just go to michaelcarvin.com. And until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening, and I will be talking to you soon. Peace.